Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you ever feel like you're on the cusp of something big? There's this anticipation that can leave us feeling antsy, like we don't know what to do. Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that we're getting closer to the rapture of the church every single day. While that's a little scary, it should be more exciting than anything. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 4th, 2022. This should be of great encouragement, and that's what Paul says when he says, the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain will be caught up. And he goes on. It's all about the rapture, and he's trying to encourage them, because they were very discouraged, very discouraged. And he says, therefore, and therefore is always therefore a reason. (laughs) That's another, that's probably my most profound point in the whole update. So, uh, therefore, encourage one another with these words. Oh, that encourages me. That encourages me. Now, 2 Thessalonians comports with Daniel 9.27, another prophecy we talk about often. And this is a prophecy about the Antichrist enforcing a seven-year covenant with many. The specificity of this particular prophecy is such that this is what starts the seven-year tribulation. Once the seven-year tribulation starts, the seven-year peace agreement is enforced, and the third temple is rebuilt. The Antichrist, in the middle of the seven-year tribulation, will put an end to sacrifice and offering, and at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation. Do you see the order? Do you see the succession? The Second Thessalonians 2 and Daniel 9.27 prophecies, along with the others like them, perfectly line up with the divine outline. We talked about this last week, that's woven into the fabric of the book of Revelation. In succession, it's the crucifixion, burial, and resurrection of Christ, then the rapture of the church of Christ, then the seven-year tribulation with the wrath of Christ, the wrath of the Lamb, then at the end of the seven-year tribulation it's the second coming of Christ, followed by the kingdom age ruling and reigning with Christ, and finally the new heavens and the new earth for all eternity with Christ. Do you see the order? The succession? Well, this brings us to our prophetic dominoes, which I've delineated between both the tribulation dominoes 
and what I'll call the pre-tribulation dominoes. We'll start with this chart put together of the main tribulation dominoes. By the way, you have a link to a PDF file of these charts. It's the main tribulation dominoes that the rapture will trigger. Maybe this is a good time to just kind of parenthetically mention, I'm sure you've seen those videos where you've got these guys that are, you know, setting up 585,625,000 dominoes, and it takes them like 10 years, and then they video record it, everything's set up. You know, they'll do the fast video where they, you know, speed it up. So what took 10 years you can watch in, you got to love technology, you can watch in about 10 seconds, they set it all up. And then, those two words again, they just push one domino, and (laughs) they all go down. That's the rapture. The rapture is that one domino. Once everything is set up, the rapture, and then everything falls down in order. Okay, that's the last time I'll do that. So let's start with this main tribulation domino chart, and then we'll fill in some of the blanks with the pre-tribulation dominoes. The main domino of the pre-tribulation rapture will lead to the revelation of the Antichrist. I have the scripture references there. The revelation of the Antichrist will lead to the enforcing of the seven-year covenant with many, which leads to the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. The beginning of the seven-year tribulation will lead to the rebuilding of the third Jewish temple, which I believe is part of the covenant. In other words, it's a seven-year covenant that is enforced, but part of the deal with that covenant is, hey, Jewish people, you can rebuild your third temple. Where do we sign? So that's where we get the third temple. And that leads to the abomination causing desolation in the temple. The abomination causing desolation will lead to Israel's salvation, second half, which leads to the second coming of Jesus Christ at the end of the seven years, which leads to the beginning of the kingdom age. And then the end of the kingdom age will lead to the beginning of the new heavens and the new earth eternity future. It's all in order. It's all perfectly in order. Now, this brings us to the lining up and setting up of the pre-tribulation dominoes, which we're now seeing begin to come to pass prior to the rapture. And this is just, of course, not exhaustive. It's just, again, the main ones. First, not in order, the alignment of ten kings who rule over ten regions domino 
is being set up pre-tribulation, but will go down with the Antichrist ruling vis-a-vis these ten kingdoms in the tribulation. The alignment of surrounding nations against Israel, Domino, is being set up pre-tribulation, but will go down with the invasion of Israel from the north to take spoil in the tribulation. Well, wait a minute, Pastor, you're talking about the Ezekiel 38 prophecy. Yes. What, you're placing that after the rapture, at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation? Yes, and here's why. Because there's a interesting detail in that prophecy, just real quick, where we're told that when this invasion happens, first of all, Israel will be very prosperous. They are. And they will think that they're secure and dwelling securely in peace. I think the peace covenant gives them that false sense of peace. Like we can let our guard down now. We finally have peace. We can rebuild our temple now. And that's when Ezekiel tells us this invasion will happen. Could it happen before? It surely could. But we're seeing it set up now. This domino, the Ezekiel 38 domino, is being set up perfectly right now. And it's ready. Next one. The restriction and destruction of the global food supply domino is being set up pre-tribulation, but will go down with hyperinflation so severe, a day's wages will buy only the ingredients for bread in the tribulation. Next one. The reducing of the population so as to control the population domino is being set up pre-tribulation but will go down with the death, hear me on this, the death of most of the people on earth. Let that sink in. This is Revelation chapters 6 through 9. We're given percentages. In fact, I think in chapter 6, it it says over a fourth of the population, of whatever the population is left at that time. But then it gets even worse from there. This is why I'm having difficulty with the first three and a half years being wonderful, peace, prosperity. Those Christians are out of the way, and now we can do what we've always wanted to do. And you know, it's a party time. Now I don't, I can't, again, I can't quite get there. The next one, the controlled demolition, really disintegration of the global economy domino is being set up pre-tribulation. I mean the last two weeks. No, the last week even. It's kind of like, oh, that domino, you guys get over here. It's ready. Pre-tribulation. But it will go down with a bio-digital global cashless economy in the tribulation. Set up now, going down then. It's the last two on our list that I'd like to expound on for the remainder of our time together today. So if you were to ask me what I thought was the biggest domino being set up and lined up pre-tribulation, it would have to be the COVID 
injection. Well, there he goes again. (laughs) Pastor, really, why can't you get off it? I can't. I can't. Why do you keep talking about it? I have to. And I think you'll see why here in a moment. At least I hope and pray you will. COVID-19 and the ensuing vaccine, so-called, is now single-handedly killing the proverbial two birds with one stone. Not only is it controlling via restrictions the global population, so too is it also now reducing via killing the global population. That's why I have to talk about it. If not me, who? If not now, when? If not here, where? And by the way, let me also hasten to say that, um, sadly, there are very few that are actually talking about this. And I don't want to even go there. I'll just get upset. My blood pressure will go up. Let's first address controlling of the global population with the absolutely heartbreaking and chilling news out of Shanghai, China. Have you heard about this? For the benefit of those who may have not or are unaware of what's happening there, I'll just give you a brief summary. Riots have broken out as starving residents began to revolt against the CCP's zero COVID lockdown. Supermarkets are closed, leaving the population with nowhere to buy food, resulting in many starving to death. It should be noted that this full lockdown of the entire population of Shanghai, which is estimated to be about 26 million people, is indefinite. Indefinite. And if this weren't bad enough, the entire population has been barred from leaving their homes, even for essential items, which is why they're running out of food and starving to death. And to add insult to injury, shops and delivery services are reportedly on the verge of collapse under this pressure. This is all by design. Again, it's a controlled demolition slash disintegration. Further, Mass daily testing is mandatory, and anyone who tests positive is taken to a quarantine camp. This has led to some children being removed from their parents into these overcrowded camps. And what makes this so chilling and heartbreaking is that China is just one of a few nations that today are persisting with this zero COVID strategy. And this despite China's full vaccination rate fast approaching 90% of the population. Picture here is a screenshot of a link we provided. It's a very disturbing video of what's happening there. As the beginning of the video states, I would highly recommend you pray about watching it. And even if you should watch it, it's very hard. It's uh, very difficult. So we've seen and are now seeing COVID restrictions controlling people, 
which is also happening in concert with the COVID injections killing people. Let me try that again and say that again. COVID restrictions controlling people, COVID injections killing people. And we're not talking about this. Doubtless you've heard about or viewed the documentary, Died Suddenly. Another video you may wish to pray about before viewing, but it is a stunning documentary, thoroughly documented about the masses of people who have died as a direct result of having received the COVID injection. These are young, healthy people. And I mean replete throughout a lot of the videos that document this, you see these people, some of whom are athletes at the height of their athletic career, and they drop dead on the field, on the court. They die right there. Teenagers die suddenly. They even have a yeah, sads. Sudden adult death syndrome, but they've changed it, softened it up, and you know, so there's no attribution. What do you mean by attribution? Uh, The death cannot be attributed to the vaccine. Um, You know what SADS reminds you of SIDS? Remember SIDS? Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. So there was, uh, I remember this too, Uh, this is many, many years ago, but uh, when it first started happening, and oh, by the way, you can trace it to the vaccines they were giving these infants. By the way, did you know that at birth, at birth, a newborn baby is vaccinated at birth, at birth. So they were saying, well, you know, the baby was, oh, you know, sleeping on its stomach and stopped breathing and died. No, that's not why. Do you know why that baby died? Because of the vaccine that you injected that baby with. Sudden infant death syndrome without exception, and don't take my word for it, do your own research. Every single sudden death infant syndrome baby was the direct result attributed to a vaccination. So fast forward, SADS, vaccinations. These were people that were in perfect health, and they die? What happened? Well, I'm going to stop yelling is what I'm going to start start doing, but it gets worse. I'll probably yell again, so just hang on. This brings us to the aforementioned question of, if we're beginning to see what happens in the tribulation, before the tribulation, how close, pray tell, are we to the tribulation? I want to answer this question with another question. Wouldn't it stand to reason that if we're beginning to see the COVID restrictions and injections pre-tribulation, that we must absolutely without question be on the cusp of the tribulation? And if the rapture of the church 
has to happen before the seven year tribulation, and it does, then pray tell again, how close are we to the rapture? Are you encouraged? I am. Because I'm seeing these things begin to come to pass that I know find their ultimate fulfillment in the seven year tribulation, and they're already being lined up right now. And I know the rapture is what starts the succession of the fulfillment of those prophecies in the seven year tribulation. And that's why Jesus said, when you see all those dominoes lined up, look up, look up, lift up your heads. Why? Because your redemption draws nigh. Nigh is not a word we use in our day, but near, close. The rapture of the church is not just near, I would say the rapture of the church is here. Not near, here. It has to be. Because everything we're seeing has what I'll call a shelf life. You know what I mean by that? An expiration date, which by the way, that is a deception. (laughs) That's a, by itself, that's a deception because they want you to come buy more food, which you can't because there's no food to buy. But anyway, um, you have these expiration dates on, on the package, and that's what Bible prophecy is. It has an expiration date. See, everything is now set up, and it's about to go down, and you're not just going to set everything up and then, okay, we'll come back in about 10, 15 years. No, you're not. You won't even be alive in 10 to 15 years. No, this is, this is now. This is here. And if you really want to know how here the rapture is, Look at what's happening in China. You know, I think there's a disconnect, especially for us here in Hawaii. I mean, in some ways, it's the grace of God living here. We're insulated and isolated, but that can also be a disadvantage. I mean, we see what's happening in China, and of course here on the islands, we have the multi-ethnic constituency of the population, many Chinese, Japanese, but we're still so far removed. Well, that's, that's China. Eh, no, that's here. Well, it's not here yet. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. And Shanghai, China is an example of this. The injections under the banner of COVID restrictions are determining everything everyone is able to do, to eat, to buy, or to sell. What does that sound like? Does that sound like a prophecy that's fulfilled in the seven-year tribulation in the book of Revelation, the 13th chapter? Absolutely it does. And we've talked about it ad nauseum, meaning I've nauseated you with this over the last couple of years. I think that's what that word means. It sure sounds like it. Whether we want to hear this or not, the fact of the matter is everything, and I mean everything, will be predicated upon one's verification and authentication of their vaccination. Period. 
Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.